each other. You know, because this is the only solution. And uh, to, to love yourself, you have to be close, yes. closer to Hashem, and then. Yeah, you know what? If you love yourself, you to help other people you're, you're, after you're, you help yourself. You love yourself. You love Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Love everybody. You know, if you if you love yourself, you you appreciate Hakadosh Baruch Hu. You love yourself. You love you, you you love yourself, so you understand. In order to be, uh, I would say, successful, in order to be part of all everything. I don't know what happened to the red. Something wrong with a little static. I don't know what happened here. Hopefully the microphone didn't work. Okay. Hopefully everything's working. I don't know. Hopefully. Okay. I don't know what happened here. Okay. Uh, so I really don't know what happened here. Maybe. So I, my my question is uh, my my I would say request to the people that coming and because if you love yourself, you know that your other fellow. He love himself also. It's good for you. It's good for you for everyone. Everyone is. You have if, to have if, both. If, you know, if you hate yourself, nobody like you know. No, it's not good for nobody. Anyway, okay, we're talking about so much. So let's thank you, Pesach. Okay, thank you, and thank you everyone for listening to the Bal Chuva show here on Jerut Radio. Stay tuned for Rabbi Yosef Wickler. Producing the Olive on the Tree. Air. Olive Tree is the new upscale gourmet dairy restaurant in Flatbush. With a delicious fusion menu for any time of day, Olive Tree will quickly become your favorite dairy diner for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. We even do parties and shavabrachas. Everything is Chalav Yisrael under the Hashkacha of Kehila Kashras. Mention J-Root Radio and get 10% off. Visit us today at 2811 Nostrand Avenue or visit olivetreenewyork.com. Mention J-Root and get 10% off. That's Olive Tree at 2811 Nostrand Avenue. Welcome to Kashrus on the Air, your weekly radio show dealing with kosher issues for the kosher consumer. And I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashrus Magazine. And tonight we have a very interesting show. We're going to take up a number of topics. First, I want to give a little report on some of the things that are happening in our neighborhood. So let me just begin with uh, something that happened not too many more than a minute, few mi- minutes ago or an hour ago. I was contacted by somebody in our, I suppose he's in our neighborhood, and he said that there's a store called Juice by Julie uh, that's on Avenue M. I'm not sure exactly. I think it's like East 12th, East 13th, somewhere in that area. And this store uh, has a big OU on it. And he doubted whether or not it really is under the OU. I don't know what made him doubt it. It could be uh, anything. Uh, but he doubted it. And therefore, he called me up. Uh, is it really under the OU? So I told me I have to call the OU and find out, but let me go on to the Internet and see if, he's, if it's listed as an OU, uh, OU product. So sure enough, Juice by J, that's Juice is J-U-S. Juice by Julie, 
on Avenue M is, uh, I think it's Avenue M, I think it maybe mentioned the address, I'm not sure anymore. Anyway, Juice by Julie is OU certified in Parva. So then he called up the OU himself and spoke to uh, the gentleman who, or lady, whoever this, who answered, and they asked, is, it, is this store certified by the OU? And the OU said, no. It's the product is OU certified, but not the store. But then he calls me back. I said, this is a big, I said, how big is this OU? He said, about seven inches. I don't know, I didn't see it. I, I didn't even pass by, but he told me that it's a very large sign. So I, I told him that that's not the way it's supposed to be done. So immediately I contacted in the OU the person in charge of unauthorized OU. And within minutes he contacted me that uh, he's going to speak to the, uh, to the RC, the rabbi who handles that particular hashkacha. And then a few minutes later he got back to me, just before I came here, um, well, it's a little more than that, 4.44 p.m. So just before I came here, uh, he, he contacted me and told me that they're going to remove the sign either today or tonight or tomorrow. So I'm asking everybody who's listening, I don't need a million people, but if you do happen to pass by Avenue M and see this place called Juice, J-U-S, for Julie, see if you see an OU on it tomorrow. And if you pass by on Wednesday, for sure, if it's still up, you better please contact me at 718-336-8544. Again, 718-336-8544. That's our office number at Kashmir's Magazine. And uh, we'll get back to the OU and uh, make sure that it's taken down. But uh, they promised us they would take it down. So I thought that was very interesting. What, what really is happening is that many people go into that store and make the assumption that everything in the store is kosher. Now, I don't know uh, what they deal with there. Maybe they only sell their own products. I, I really don't know. But it didn't make sense, the whole thing, for, between uh, what, they, what they're telling us and what these rabbis are telling us. It sounds like they're selling, giving away, whatever it is, other things in there, and those things are not kosher certified by the OU. So that is a very interesting thing. In other words, normally what happens is, and this is what happens in all of these places that sell uh, OU-certified ice creams. They put a big sign in the window that you know, the ice cream is OU. And, they, and the sign is a, just really a uh, letter from the OU stating that these particular ice creams are kosher. And there's an OU on that letter, nice-sized letter, but uh, nice-sized OU, but it's not the big 7-inch uh, OU that's, that, that makes it look like the whole store is kosher-certified. So many people make a mistake and they walk in there and they buy everything and they don't realize that they could be using non-kosher products there too and they may be using the same spoon for the, for the non-kosher products and they have their sprinkles and, and soda uh, I mean, and, and uh, chocolate syrups and uh, other colored syrups and all the kind of stuff there and they could be putting, you know, rolling them in this and that. What can, you could be eating whatever the worst is in the store. And there's no, no control at all, and the OU goes crazy. Every summer, they always make a big macho. Uh, a friend of mine who works there makes, takes it on as an achrayas to publicize it every year, that they, uh, the OU on these stores or the ice cream places is not an OU. It's just the ice cream that's the OU. But here, it, it was a, it, as I understand, I didn't see it, it's a big OU, and it indicates that the store is on the OU, which it is not. 
So what happened is that this particular store is around the corner from a very well-known base, Yaakov, and the girls always go in there. That's what uh, this gentleman told me, and now hopefully they'll be more wary and their parents will be more wary, and all of us will be more wary. And even though we see a sign, we have to know what it represents. And if something isn't clear to you, you have to ask. And if something is new, just came out, you're not sure, call and ask. Nothing wrong. You, you call the OU or the OK, the Kafka, whoever, whoever it is, anybody you want, whoever it's Nogaya, and you'll call, you'll call them up and ask them, is this real? And a lot of times it's not. I had a product, as a company actually, that was unauthorized uh, product. And I've spotted it because there's certain things that I know that we don't make kosher in this country. And this was, these products were coming from here, and it didn't make any sense that they would be kosher. So I contacted the kosher agency, and they say, that's not ours. We don't give ashkacha on that. I said, well, it has your ashkacha. It's all over the packages. But we don't give it a ashkacha. Oh, they said, four years ago, the company came to them and applied for the certification, and they never gave it to them. Maybe they never paid the money, whatever it is, but they never gave it to them. And yet, the product had their hashkocha. Well, here's the interesting part of that story. The, the, the company went out of business. It was already being distributed by somebody who picked up the leftovers, and he sold it into a, a zillion different kinds of establishments. I, I happen to see it in a, in a food store, in a, in a supermarket and, uh, in a neighborhood right near here. And it was, uh, obviously, they didn't know that it was an unauthorized. It was a very, very messy operation. And the organization had to admit, at least to me, no one else knew it, <laughs> that for four years the product was out there with nobody catching it until I did. So that means if new product comes out, it's your religious obligation to question. Why well, should I question? It's a, it's a got a good ashkacha. It may not have any ashkacha at all. In this case, it had no ashkacha. So you know we shouldn't take everything into our lives just because the symbols on the packaging. I remember when something that I got I got from the Israel is far away, right? So they, 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 I, when I first got, saw this uh, product, which I like very much, these Lior dates, I like them because I, they're all clean as far as I know, except I threw away one recently. But basically they're all clean. And, you know, they, 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 I like them. Lior has, L-I-O-R, it has the Badatz of the Edecharedes. But, you know, I'm a nervous person. <laughs> so I, I, I emailed, uh, I'm sorry, I, I Faxed, actually, I think, as we used to do it all the time. The faxed to the to the Hisachtas, sorry, to the uh, the Badatz of the Yedach Haredes, and I asked them, "Does your Ashkocha?" And they said, "Yes." So here we have, because I I mean I I don't know. A lot of times when something's sold in a different country, it's sold there because it was mislabeled. A lot of our stuff that we don't that the mistakes that happen in the you know with an OU, okay, Kafke, Starke, what do the company do with it? So sometimes they cover it over. Sometimes they sell it to the 99 cent stores, and you go in there and say, oh, look at how cheap this is, beautiful. And in another, and a lot of others are sold out of the country. There's a distributors that take it and sell it in other countries where they, they, they're dying to have this kind of product from America. So they, a lot of times in a foreign country, you have a problem. And we've had situations where it goes backwards. 
where they distributed the distribu the uh, producer dumped it on the secondary market in a foreign country, and yet the f the food came back to this country and got into the 99 cent stores. So, you know, a lot of times that happens. And, and you, we got products from Israel with a Hebrew lettering on it. You don't realize that that doesn't mean it, it really has all the hashkachas it says on there. A lot of that stuff is rejects from Israel for the same exact reason. The Rabbanut catches a million mistakes. I mean, I, I have, my magazine is filled with it. That's the secret, that the kasha stuff that I write about Israel is all coming from the Rabbanut. I mean, 90% of it anyway comes from the Rabbanut. And the, the Rabbanut uh, is catching literally dozens of mistakes on a regular basis. So when, this, uh, so when, when they have a mistake, so what does that company do? They sell it to America. So we're getting them sometimes the rejects that are not kosher from Israel. So you really have to be careful with uh, new products, letting it into your life just because it has a symbol doesn't prove anything. Because I thought that was a very interesting story that, that, that happened right in, in our midst. I want to share with you one more story. This is uh, there's something that I think is very important to hear, uh, although I'm going to be a little careful how I say it because I don't want to get into any politics. Um, there's a, there's a, a company called National Kosher. Uh, I think that's what it's called, Rabbi Melman. And he has Ashkoch on a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. So in the, uh, there's one in Manhattan, I think it's like 96th Street in Amsterdam, something like that. So it used to be under Ashkoch. And then they decided, because the neighborhood is such that there aren't many Jews around there that are interested in kosher, so what they did is they made a treif. But there's still some Jews around there, and they want to serve them kosher product. But how can you do kosher and non-kosher at the same time? Now, I'll tell you the secret. The secret is that the man who owns it, which you'll excuse me, is a, a from a Jew, who owns this particular store, he owns a number of other stores. And therefore, he is tied in to a kosher um, place that makes the Dunkin' Donuts in a uh, you know in, the, in in their concession where they're making it when they're in their uh, in in their facility where they make the actual donuts, and he's tied into that, whether he owns that one too or he has some kind of connection with them I don't know, but anyway so he has the access and the interest in taking a kosher product from a kosher producer and putting it into this non-kosher store in order to give it. To kosher people, so he came with it. He came with this problem to, uh, to to the to the national kosher, which actually certifies his other stores. And they said, "What are we going to do?" So they made up a, a thing, which I don't agree with, and I told them that and I didn't like it at all. They made up a limited certificate, and I told them how they have to word, it, and they followed what I said. They followed the basic uh, concept that I said. You have to say this store is not certified. So they have the sign. They, they, they uh, emailed me the sign. It says that uh, it's not certified. But they ex they're, they're making the statement that the store is selling kosher donuts and kosher, uh, I don't know if it's donuts actually, whatever it is, all the baked items that you, don't, uh, that you, that you can buy in that store are all coming from this kosher commissary. So, the, so that, and the, 
hashkacha is on the fact that he buys from the kosher commissary. Now, here's the trick. It's open packaging. You're going into a trefer facility where they're handling trefe and they're using equipment that's trefe and you have an open package and they're selecting something from that and selling it to you. And there's no way for you to know which factory it came from, which commissary it came from. There's no way for you to know it's kosher except for this letter. So I don't feel that we belong buying open product in a trefer facility. And, uh, and, and that's my feeling. And uh, I also I think people are very foolish when they're buying any of these baked products, even if they're coming, you know, Krispy Kremes are also coming like that. They're sold in a, in a, in a little thing in the store, and it says this was from such and such a place with this hashkocha. But there's no hashkocha on the store, and there's no, nothing to stop that store from taking more Krispy Kremes from another place. And the sign not coming down. If you remember the story that happened last week with the 7-Eleven, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I certainly do. <laughs> the 7-Eleven that we went to to try to make it kosher, which they didn't want to cooperate. So they, uh, so we just were trying to do it for a few hours, and they wouldn't cooperate with us. So, I, I, so over there, they sell um, these donuts and whatever they are that come from a, uh, from a rabbi in a conservative synagogue. He's a conservative rabbi. Uh, he's not orthodox. And he, uh, he makes the baked goods. Now, if it would have a, an, an OU even, it wouldn't make a difference because they, no one can claim that open stuff is really from the, from the place that you, that you want it to be. Now, the guys last week were telling me every time, they were saying, oh, it's all our, all our Slurpees are kosher. Then I went to, the, went to them. I said, I see this one here. It's not listed. Oh, it's a new flavor. They're trying it out. Another one I pointed to, oh, that's this flavor over here. So it's not the same name. Well, that's really not what it means. So that's the people, these non-Jewish people are deciding for you that you're eating kosher. So I didn't go for that. And I told them, I, you know, I'm going to have to put an announcement. We put it into our Cautious Monthly, which we mail out to people. And we email it, fax it to different people who, want it, who are interested in it, the Cautious Monthly. And we let them know about this problem with this, and uh, of course, if you, if you want to believe that the, the Goyim didn't, uh, you know, they got it from a kosher source, and they said that, that's your decision, but we don't believe that you should buy from an open package in a non-kosher setting. That's our, that's our belief. Now, so without, those are two things that I thought were very important, and the third thing I want to do is I, I remember that I said something, I think it was last week, uh, I, I fell in love with this, uh, with this fellow who, uh, Rabbi Yosef Dorfman, from Israel, who, do, who did a series of uh, videos on checking, uh, in, uh, checking vegetables. And I, uh, I, I told people about it last week, and people came up to me and said, I can't find it. I had the same problem. You see, I had, a, I had somebody, uh, somehow, I don't know how they do it, but they sent it to my email address, and there's no name or link there. It's just... You push the button, and you end up going there. So I had no way of finding out. And the, the only way to tell you, to tell you all the URLs, would drive me crazy. So I decided to create a special URL for everybody who's listening to my show. <laughs> this doesn't exist outside of Kashrus on the Air. You're the only people who have this. This is a secret code that I made up. And if you have a pencil or pen, you should write it down. And... Uh, 
if you don't, please don't call me up. I'll, I'll try to mention it again later. It says, I don't know if you know how this works. There's a thing called tiny URL. A URL is the, uh, the, those letters that you do to go to the website. And tiny is like T-I-N-Y. It means small. You can take any huge, long thing that's got a, a URL, could have hundreds of letters, and you put it into this tiny URL. It's uh, on the website, tiny URL. And they change it for you to a short one. So here's what I got for you. You just type in HTTP colon double uh, forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash. That's the way you use it for all the time. And if you even didn't do all that stuff, you just write tinyurl.com uh, forward slash. That's enough. G v seven a x z y it's only a few letters g v seven a x z y i'll read it again tiny u tiny forward slash g v seven a x z y and you'll come to rabbi dorfman's uh video which is excellent and then on the right hand side Again, if you don't do these things, you're not going to be able to see it. But if you do it, when you're on the right-hand side, five videos are going to come up, or six videos, or seven, or whatever it is that are his. And anyway, when you finish one, they usually give you another one right away, so you don't have to do anything. That's one URL for one little video, but all the other videos are going to be on the side there. You're going to go, you're going to go, uh, you're all be very excited watching it. Now, if you don't know any Hebrew, it's limiting, but you will get it. Uh, you'll get most of it because of the, he shows how to do it. He shows you the insects. You see the colors. You see everything. He has. He he, he takes the when he shows the bugs. He blows it up until it's to look like an elephant. And, it, and you see everything there and just how to do it. He's, he's an excellent teacher, by the way. I mean, obviously, he knows how to do this. There are other sites. There are other people who do it. But I like it because it's pretty. Uh, you know, pretty right wing. It's not completely right wing. Maybe it, it, maybe it's from a few years ago, and maybe they, they, they maybe he updated it too. But this is what what I saw, and it's definitely worth looking at. And if you have a Shiloh, whether it, it's the right method, so you'll ask me, you'll ask somebody else, you'll look into Rabbi Bayer's book, whatever you'd like to do. So that's the background. Now, um, I, you can email me at any time, text me at any time, 347-927-8398. That's again three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. I'm going to accept calls in a few minutes. That at seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. Again seven one eight six eight three five eight five eight. If you want to reach us to talk about whatever's interesting to you in Kashrus, or you can text us at three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. Because people started already texting in, so I just want to um, take a moment. Uh, and boy, I see somebody talked about the. Was asking about the the, the the terrible tragedies that are happening in the world. Oh, it's interesting, but I don't have time for that now. Um, he asked, "What do you do if you find a bug in the food? What do you do with it?" I don't know what you mean. But what do you do with the food, or what do you do with the bug? So, uh, if you're like me, you take the bug out and eat the food. I mean, the the bug can't do any damage to your food. Uh, if you're worried about uh, uh, getting some infection from the bugs, I mean, we don't have a, a basic concern about that. I think 99% of the people will eat the food. And if they won't, 
If you don't tell them, they'll be fine. And if they, if you do tell them, they'll say, okay, I'm, next time, don't do it. So, but but that's what we throw. But as far as what do you do with the bug? What do you, what do you do with the bug? The if you find it in the food that you bought, which is what I think you mean, then you have to report it to the Ashkocha. and you better be very careful. You must keep the bug, and if you can, the package of the food. You must keep the bug. If you throw it away and you call up a rabbi and say, "I found a bug in your thing," he says, "Have a nice life." Can you send me the bug? No. Then I, I don't to believe you. And that's it. Now, if you send the bug, well, who said the bug was in there? But that's the way we work. That's the way people work. The OU and the OK and the Kafka. They also say, if you found something, a mislabeling, send me the packaging. Take a picture of it and send it to me. There's no such thing anymore as just say, you know, say it over the phone. They have a right to see which insect it is, the size and the, and the kind of insect and they could tell sometimes, for example, if you have a fly in a, in, a, in a product, that's not a thing that they're trying to keep out. The flies got in, in the, in the production room. When they're growing these vegetables, they're watching for aphids and mites and all these kinds of insects. But that a fly got in, that's life. And, and uh, when the, the products are from Israel, they always tell you to wash it off because there's sometimes flies. So that is, uh, and also a fly you can see with your naked eye without even looking. So that's, uh, you have to know if you found a bug in a food, save the bug, save the food, send it to the rabbi. Okay, we have callers already. Yeah, one caller. Okay. You're on Kashus on the air. Can I help you? Well, are you speaking with me? I can't tell. Yes, you, I am speaking uh, to you. Yeah, yes, fine. Okay, uh, I just want to comment uh, concerning the uh, what you were speaking about a moment ago about the open packaging. Yes. Well, I think there's a bigger problem, and that is that uh, the when, when they're taking in from these commissaries, okay, and I understand that they're kosher and everything is fine, but when they're taking them in and they're displaying the products, now a jelly donut from a commissary, commissary that is uh, baked by a kosher uh, baker looks identical, I'm sure, to uh, a, a, a donut that comes from a Goyesha baker. And, uh, the jelly do- and the donuts that have the chocolate icing, they all, they all look identical. I mean, if Absolutely. you just pass by a Goyesha. Now, what I'm saying is that they probably buy from a Goyesha baker at a much cheaper price. Now, once they're buying from this open commissary, and admittedly they're, they're completely kosher, but if they're buying one dozen donuts or two dozen donuts from them, and they're buying 14 dozen or 25 no, dozen no, no, donuts that, that's from why a non-kosher you. place, no, no, you, you got it wrong. they I'll can tell you. just switch them, and the kosher consumer comes in, and he has no way of knowing. He's assuming that the, those jelly donuts or those yeah. danishes, right, a, 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 a cinnamon danish looks identical to any cinnamon danish. No, but the, the, the situation here, and that's why I, you may have missed a few words, the gentleman who owns this Dunkin' Donuts franchise right. I believe is the same gentleman who owns several others that are kosher and that they you all using the same commissary. So he so because of that the rabbi felt confidence in writing this letter certifying that they're buying kosher product. Uh-huh. And then you, okay. and you're, you, but on the other end, you're you're buying an open package, so you have to believe that everything is in order. In right. the middle of Borough Park, you you know Borough Park, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So in the middle of Borough Park, with one of the hashkachas that everybody likes, a right. few years ago, a goy 
went across the street and bought hot dogs that were trafe, brought them into the establishment and prepared them and served them to from people who, who were coming in for a hot dog because they had run out of hot dogs and he ran across the street and bought some. And I, you know, I heard that. I heard that that the mice uh, from uh, from a rabbi. True story. I, I, I'm amazed. It's shocking, but I, I understand what you're saying. Well, so I'm saying is that that everybody could want to do the best, but what you're saying is still possible, because yeah. I, the crazy part of it was that the a non-Jew had the ability to go into the cash register, right. take out money, and buy a product without getting any clearance. Yeah, that, that's right. the, so you, we don't know if they're slow in delivering if he didn't pick up something for somebody else, even though he's only a worker there. The right. worker could be guilty even if the owner wants to do everything properly. Right. So, well, that just compounds the problem. Sure. I mean, it doesn't make, it may, it's really pointing to uh, all the arrows are pointing in the direction of uh, uh, problems are coming up. There, there's no control. Right, so that's what, that's why I personally don't sign on to it. Either. I told him I didn't like the idea, but yeah. he feels that it's again. He clearly, if you want to look at the thing, it's so. You, I mean, I even have. A, I'm not going to send it to everybody, but they, you, if you ever end up over there, like 98th or something in Amsterdam and Dunkin' Donuts. Anyway, if you end up over there, you will see outside or inside actually. You will see this store is not kosher certified, mm-hmm. and then it says limited whatever it is. It explains it very well. It's nothing misleading. Nobody is, uh, there's no entrapment here. It just, unfortunately, I don't believe that it's a standard that we should be utilizing. And, right. And, okay. Yeah. Thank you very I'm much not for the call. I'm going into Dokken. I mean, you know, Baruch Hashem, we have so much kosher right. stores and kosher products. And I don't know. But you need to go into these stores and, 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 and patronize them. But okay, let me look at, you know, people want to do that. But. Oh, we don't uh, recommend it either. A, you know, I, I mean, you're on an Eno Yehudi store, and I saw that they had open boxes selling donuts, and it said kosher on it. I would laugh and I'd walk out. You know, I wouldn't. I would came in to buy a can of corn or something, like whatever it is. You know, but I, I wouldn't. I would never buy it. Right, I, I, right. How in the world can you trust anybody in, on the situation in a situation like that? Then that's I don't want to beat this to a pulp, but you know I just want to is, is you know, point that out. At, at, what it is is that everybody wants to have what they want to have, and that's it. Yeah. Thank you very I, much for the call. I mean, to, to me, to go into it, I wouldn't go into a Seven okay. Eleven unless I I don't know if they, if they if I wanted to buy a nail clipper. I don't know if they sell them there. You know, I, that's what I go in for. I, I don't understand it. to go in and buy a Slurpee. I, I don't, to me, I mean, what we don't have enough of. Baruch Hashem, you know, maybe uh, 30, 40, 50 years ago when right. when kosher was somewhat anemic, you didn't have so many things. You had to rely on buying a Milky Way if they told you that it was okay. Right. But today we have so many kosher candy bars and everything. Absolutely, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. And, and that that's part of our problem. Part of our problem is that we're willing to 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 cross the line. And well, it says kosher, so therefore, you know, I, I'm going to rely on that. I'm not going to rely on anything. I rely on going into a kosher store where I know the the owner is a kosher owner, a Jewish owner, and he's a from person, and and the products that here there are all kosher, and I can close my eyes and pick practically any anything off the shelf. Right. Okay, it might be something that's not whole Israel. Okay, but it's all kosher, and it's all you, and whatever. And, and I can go in blindfolded and take anything, and I don't have to be afraid. 
Excellent. Anyway, to, I agree uh, with you. A, a store that's not, oh, they, oh, they say they're kosher. So, so some of them are open 24 hours a day. On, they're open on Shabbat. How, in, how can anybody give hashkaka on something like that? That's another, I don't want to That's you know, a topic. That, that either, that's, a to, that's an interesting topic. Well, let, let, me, let me react to some of these things. I thank you very much for the call. Yeah. Okay, let me, let's just react to a few of the points he's making here. This question about the, can anybody really certify these places? I want to tell you that not everybody is the same. There are hashkachas that I know that go in, excuse me, on Shabbos. Their meshkichim have to go in on Shabbos to make spot checking. And some of the places are ripe for it. In other words, there are certain places where they, they, they tend to run out of ingredients and they'll pick something off the store on the, in the store level, you know, you know, if you have a bakery in a store. So you don't know if they didn't run out of something and they pick up on something on aisle 13. So there are hashkochas that do actually go into these places and check on Shabbos. Will they go every Shabbos or not? I don't know. But they do go. But a store that's open 24 hours is really very, very hard to certify with the Shabbos, with the Yom Tov, with the, even the nighttime. I mean, who was, and there's no mashkiach in these places. We mentioned it here that in the Dunkin' Donuts, and one one particular gentleman, I don't know everybody who gives hashgacha, but some of these people, they only go in once every couple of weeks, even once a week. But how long are you there once a week? We're going to talk a little bit more if there's no calls. I want to talk a little bit about some of the certification in Eretz Israel and how how much time they're going in over there. Let's take the next caller, please. Go ahead. You're on Kashis on the air. Can we help you? Yes, I was wondering about a can of corn. I know that you're not supposed to buy corn on the cob. No problem with a can of corn. Just make sure it's got a hashkocha. Any hashkocha you have is going to be fine. So what happens to the bugs that are on the can of corn and the corn no, okay. cob? So, so how does it get? You know, how do the cans avoid it? Okay, so let me explain it to you. When they, how do they get the the niblets for the can of corn? I mean, I never looked at the process, but I imagine that there's a machine that scrapes off the, the, uh, the, scrapes off the niblets, what they call those little, little red, yellow things, niblets. It scrapes it off the, the, the core, which is the, uh, the, the, the cob, and then the cob is removed and thrown away, however, whether they, they may use it for animal feed or they found some other use for it, maybe biofeed, whatever it is, biofuel, whatever they're using it for. And then the niblets are washed. So now you've disassociated from the from the uh, original product completely. Whereas when they are in the, the problem is the cob itself and the mm-hmm. fact that there are bugs that, that come in and out of those little niblets, they're not inside the niblets. The bugs are not between the niblets? They're between the niblets. They're not in the niblets. So therefore, when you get rid of the cob, you don't have a problem. They also wash these things very well. I mean, I've seen a lot of washings, and uh, I, the, I, I didn't see how they did corn, but there must be a, a thorough washing procedure, and that's going to be sufficient to remove any uh, exta- extraneous uh, uh, insects that would be there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank, thank you Thank you very much. much. Okay, another caller? We had Johan Cassius on the air. Can we help you? You're on the air. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Is there any Slurpee stores that have Meshkiach? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, there, yeah, there are, but not in, not in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens. No, no, because you see the people over here don't agree with me, and this gentleman will call before. They feel that it's good enough this way. So we're not going to get a Meshkiach because 
the cashless agencies can't get into those places because the places say, we don't need you. I got all these people coming in with the yarmulkes anyway. What do we need you for? So that's the problem. Now, are there places with hashgacha? Absolutely. There are places with hashgacha. If you go to Detroit, you'll find with hashgacha. If you go to Chicago, you'll find with hashgacha. But you won't find it in Brooklyn and Manhattan and Queens because everybody here knows you don't need it. <laughs> you don't need it. That's what they feel. So we don't. How about in Lakewood? Uh, in Lakewood, I don't know if they have or they don't have. I really don't. Uh. I'm not in Lakewood. I don't. I don't know. But that's something that anybody in Lakewood, if you call the KCL or any hashgacha or any rabbi over there, or even anybody who lives there, they'll be able to tell you right away if they have. Now, that said, if you ever get to a place like, uh, I think it's Oceanside or whatever it is out on the island, there's a place called Seasons. There's a Seasons that sells these things they call, they, they don't call them Slurpees. Uh, I don't know what they call them, but they're made by the ICEE company. That's called ICE, I-C-E-E, and they make the same things, and they're all... In the, in the seasons, they're all kosher. And there's kosher certification on seasons. Seasons opened up also in Clifton, right next to Passaic. And they're going to enjoy it. I told seasons that they should come to Brooklyn. But nobody's interested in it. They're not enough interested in it. And, they have to, they, and they, they're not rushing to come to Brooklyn. And I, I feel very sorry for us. Because if we had that company here in Brooklyn with a hashgacha, I would be able to send a million people in there. That's what I would do, because uh, that, that would be the answer to our question. A proper, the same kind of tasting thing, the same kind of flavor, it's a different company, and, it's all, and the, the, the store seasons is all kosher, and you have a great, a great situation. And you know something? I, want, I did one more thing, too. Uh, I don't tell everybody about this, but we're on the radio. I can tell you a few things. I don't say to other people. <laughs> you, we... I went to stores and told them, go to Icy. The company is I-C-E-E. They're, all of their flavors, I think, are kosher. And it's not, uh, you know, and, uh, and it's not, it's not, it's, uh, I believe it's, on, it, it's under the OU, I believe. And I think all the flavors are kosher. And if they're not all kosher, then, again, anybody can go to Icy and get this stuff. Let a regular from store, a regular... Uh, grocery, uh, a regular supermarket in our area with nice space. And s- why shouldn't you be selling these there? Cost two bucks. People are going to use it and walk around the store, and they're going to another two dollars out of them. And and the kids can come running in. There's a machine over there. Somebody will manage it. It's a mon- you know monitor the machines a little bit. Be great. That's what I th- I told them. And maybe some new store is going to do it. I hope so. Okay. Thank you for yeah. the call. Thank you. All right, we haven't got any more calls right now, so anybody wants to call in, our telephone number is 718-683-5858. Again, 718-683-5858. And if you'd like to text us, it's 347-927-8398. And just for a moment, I want to be able to mention about our sponsor, which is Glotmark, conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M. When I think of Glotmark, I think of price, Servants, convenience, and quality. Whether you shop for a few items or for a full wagon load, you can save plenty of money by shopping at Glotmart. And at Glotmart, you can save time by using their valet parking service. Just pull into Glotmart from the East 12th Street entrance. They'll park the car for you and have it ready to load up with all the special items that you purchased in the store. 
Some of the items that are on sale right now, today and tomorrow, silver tip roast, $11.99 a pound, veal stew, $8.99 a pound, family pack shoulder steak, $8.99 a pound. You want to get some uh, nosh, bagels, I say bagels, but whatever it's supposed to the meal way is probably bagels. Melt away babka, three sixty nine. Mondo drinks, six pack, ninety nine cents. Domino sugar, four pounds, two thirty nine. You like Kirby's, fifty nine cents a pound. Kiwis, five for a dollar. Yummy string string cheese, twenty four pack, seven ninety nine. So here are some of those, some of the items that are on sale right now, today and tomorrow at Glotmart. And the Glatmart, the meats, the quality of the meats is A1, with kosher certification from both the Star K and the Vatikashas of Flatbush with base Yosef meats and with expert Nikor at Glatmart, you're getting quality kashras. Glatmart is at 1205 Avenue M. Meeting your shopping needs is their top priority. If you meet Dovin Glatmart, tell them you heard about Glatmart on Kashras on the Air over J Root Radio. And now we're going to return to our callers. We have we have quite a few calls coming in now. So if you want to reach us, you can reach us at 718-683-5858. The first caller. Go ahead. You're on Cautious on the Air with Rabbi Wickler from Cautious Magazine. What can I do for you? Yeah, I had a great idea. Great idea. I was wondering if yeah. maybe you could get to Glotmart to sell these uh, Slurpees, the ICE, whatever you call them. Why only Glotmart? Anybody. I see you have something, uh, you have a close cash with Clotmart every week, you're advertising Clotmart. Yeah, but, the, you know, every, every I, I can't I can't tell you who I spoke to, but I did speak to stores. And so far, oh. I haven't found anybody who wants to do it, but you can speak okay. to them. Tell them you want to get them, it's the company is Icy, I-C-E-E, and uh, it's a good company, the product's going to be, you know, good and acceptable and people are going to like it. And it's going to be competitive with the Slurpees, and they're going to bring people only into a from environment. I don't know. You toss it around. Go call a couple places, or when you're in there and shopping, if you see the manager, just tell them about it. Okay? If, you, if they want right, anything, you. any information, I'll, I'll help them. I'll help them do it. No charge. Okay? Take good care. Thank you for calling. <laughs> You'll even advertise it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're on cautious on the air. Can we help you? Yes. If I miss the show, is there any way that I can, is there a recording where I can, that I can access? First of all, you have to clap al hate for missing a show. <laughs> it, what, you, what you do is like this. Uh, there, uh, there, there's two ways. The one way supposedly works. I don't know. Is, has he been, is he in, is he back? He's not, he's not back yet. He is back? Okay. So uh, hopefully all the shows are recorded on jrootradio.com. Oh, do it by phone? Yes, there is a thing by phone, but it yeah. only works for the week before. Um, and I, and, I, don't, and I, I don't know if it always is working. Anyway, I, I would suggest that you go to the Internet. Somebody can get it for you, whatever it is. Uh, again, it's uh, jrootradio.com. Uh-huh. And then you look for archives. That you know, stuff is saved from the shows. And then you look for my show, Cautious on the Air. And it goes in, in order of the most recent show. It goes back for right. years. And you can be able to listen to them. Baruch and Hashem, if I want to just listen to the week before, how do I access that? Supposedly, it's going to be the same thing, although I can't tell you if no, they the put phone, it on. on the phone, I mean, on, uh, by phone. By phone, it's 718-506-9099. And then you have to push in three because for Monday. It's Sunday, whatever. That's the number three. And then another time three, and that'll be for this show. Okay? Okay. Thank you very much. My pleasure. 
Okay, you're on Cautious on the Air. Can we help you? Me? Yes, go ahead. You're on Cautious on the Air. Okay, um, the company I see, what hashtag is it? I think it's OU, but I'm not sure. But put it this way. Hey, you know, we're not going to go and find, uh, you know, uh, the Hasidish Oshkachas on these things because it's not this demand. But the, but, the, but the OU, I believe, is on IC. I-C-E-E. And I think that uh, most people who, are, people who are buying the Slurpees or most of the drinks that we have would probably be happy with that. Maybe they're not. Anyway, uh, what school do you go to? Business. Business. And uh, how old are you? Eleven. Okay, I thank you very much for listening and for calling in. And keep listening, okay? Okay, I also have another question. You get, you get two, through, two to a customer. Go ahead. Um, the, the Slurpees, it's... it's the, which ones are Melichics or you don't know which ones are Kushik? Okay, first of all, we're not recommending you go for Slurpees. We're not recommending that. There are, there's a list that anybody can get on the special, it's, it's a website. I don't know if you, you use, probably don't use the internet, but somebody could get it for you. It's, uh, if somebody had email, one, somebody will get it for you. From the Chicago Rabbinical Council, they're called the CRC in Chicago. They have a list and they tell you which ones are dairy and which ones are kosher. And they're all, and they also, and the others are not kosher, but they list all the kosher ones and they also tell you which ones are dairy. And they did this, the, the last one that they did was in uh, May. So they keep doing it every few months, okay? Okay, thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Okay. You're on Cautious on the Air. Can we help you? Yeah, are you, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the one. What? Yeah, you're on the no, air. No, I just wanted, yeah, yeah, I didn't know who, it was me that is on. Um, I just wanted to know about IC, maybe. You can tell me more. About what, IC? Yeah. I see it's a company, I-C-E-E. It's a company. You can, you can Google it. You'll see are what they it, Ashkacha company or they, are they no, a company No, 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 no. They, no they're, 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 they make the same thing that Slurpees is, but they make it under, uh, I think it's only OU. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not positive right now. I'm not looking at it. In the, uh, you know, I can look it up, but I remember when I looked into it, I thought it was the OU, and uh, they're making a, co- a comparable thing. And I believe it's only kosher, but the main point isn't. But just that's just a place to buy things. The point is, we we have two interests. One is we we don't trust um, people who are not committed to kosher to take responsibility for my kashrus. I don't want. I want people who are Jewish and interested in kosher to be responsible for my kashrus. So in a store, in a uh, store in the neighborhood here in, uh, in Flatbush or Borough Park, where you have a, uh, a, a from grocery uh, that, that uh, the people are uh, in charge or and there's mashgichim and there's from people all around the place. So you're going to have, they're only going to buy a pr- purchase a kosher product and it's coming in with kosher certified. They're putting it into a machine and you're taking it out. You're going into a Jewish environment that's what we want. That's the whole point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? So it's a company that... It's a competitive that, company know, to the one that makes Slurpees. But that's uh-huh. all it is. Okay? Okay. Yeah, take, thank you take so much. Take care. Thank you for calling. Okay, we have another call. Go ahead. You're on Cautious on the Air. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Yeah, hi. Good evening, How are you? Yeah, Rum. Yes. Okay. Call a Kavod. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I could not help it but call the show because... Uh, 
a few minutes ago, uh, Kohler was with you, and you and he was discussing why should you go to a Goyish store? We have so much. Number one, I would like to make two points. Number one is a store on Amsterdam Avenue or anywhere like 7-Eleven in the Hicks. There's no question what he has to go. There's no uh, uh, like uh, a KRM or a shop or whatever glass around the corner. That's, that's in those areas. That's all the stores they have. So of course they should not buy anything which is kosher, but uh, they need to buy one to buy a soda, to buy, buy a coffee, a regular coffee. Where else should they go? That's number one. Well, all that was Avram, 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 Avram. We have Avram. Yeah. We have to toy deal with number one. When the number one is asked, then we deal with number one. Then we'll go to number two. Number okay, one fine. is a, bit, a little bit of an issue. In today's society, we don't say that you can get a coffee wherever you want to go, even a plain coffee, because they wash the machine, they wash the equipment together with the trafe in a dishwasher with his Yad Soletis bow, Klee Rishon, no soap. That's the problem that, that they're yeah, making. But I was not discussing just coffee. I'm just saying the general I'm idea saying, that he was saying, why should you go into the store? If he wants to buy... To, people he, want to go to the store for a soda, a potato chips. There's many reasons why oh, they want to go. And they don't have a store within 10 miles from there. So where right. should they go exactly? Right. Like, That's just, not a question just like, why they want to go in there. Right. Just like, for example, when everybody goes up to the mountains and they stop on the Palisades in a place there, I see a lot of people there. And some of the products are kosher, some of them are trafe. And uh, 90% of the people that are stopping, they have to go to the facilities, they, have to, they need to, make, to, to buy something there that, that they can buy. This is the only, and they actually have ice cream with Chal Yisrael. And people stop, 100%. You have to walk into these places. And years ago, when we were young, I mean, you weren't even in this country then, but when we were young, we used to go to Howard Johnson's. Everybody knew you stopped in Howard Johnson's, and you, you had to do whatever you had to do over there, and there were able things you were able to do. But today, we're talking, he's, you're right, that that doesn't apply to that person. If he's up in, up in that area and he wants to get something he's allowed to get, fine. I, my point was, open packaging, there's nobody who can convince me that I should buy a, a baked product in open packaging in a non-kosher setting. And I don't even care yeah. what the reason is. It just doesn't make any sense. Right. I, I agree with that. But I'm saying he was also going into the topic, why do people go to 7-Eleven getting syrupies and all kinds of things like that? Well, I'm very happy that he's on a high spiritual level. But <laughs> most, most people who go to get syrupies are teenagers and young adults. In our generation, the Sarara, just like it's Sarara used to be by the Zara, the father things, the Sarara is tremendous. People have a tremendous Sarara. They're not doing it because they want to be a Russia, they want to do something bad. A Pasha cannot hold themselves back. They like to be together with everybody. Avram, we should get the number two. We should get I'm better than you. There's a lot of peer pressure. The la 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 goes into the soup. It's not just a simple story. I, I listen. We're not we're not judging people here. We're just talking kashrus. I didn't give a. I'm not giving a musa He was saying why should should people go in. I'll we tell you we go don't in. belong going in there. That's why. We don't have to go into the Eight Sahara. We're just talking about kashrus and, 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 and good ideas. We're not trying to analyze who did something good and bad. Let's hear the second one of Rome. <laughs> No, this is the second one. Why you have oh, this is the second the one. The problem. <laughs> the root the of the problem is that people are not trained to hold themselves back when the cash is maybe 
oh, I heard from somebody in Chicago it's fine. Over here it's fine. The Bishop's room. Rabbi, I want to tell deal. you. It's only flavor. I'm telling I want to tell you. I heard all the arguments. Avram, I want to tell you, I have recently come in contact with people on a very high plateau. I am absolutely amazed at some of the people who are listening to the show that they're actually doing the things that we're talking about, that they think the way we think. I'm very impressed. There are so many more people that think the way we are talking now than you would realize. It's amazing how many people are really want to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu and are using this as an opportunity to do that. So I don't, I don't, uh, not, I'm not talking Yitzhahara. We understand that people... I'm not putting people down. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying we have to tackle the problem. If, if people don't ever thought to go to nations and get a hot dog, because, are oh, you crazy? Just because it's saying it's nations, not even it's kosher. Right. Why? Because <laughs> uh, when the fakers come in, when... Something is in a in a gray area. You're not sure. Maybe it's just a flavor of the soft room. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's giving action. Who's everybody? Everybody going in is giving action. Avram, okay. We don't have any more time, but listen, Avram, let me just tell you a story. There's a there's a book that uh, was written about 20 years ago. It's it's about Jews in small towns. And and the, and it's very interesting. What happens over there is. Most of the people, 98% of the people who lived in these small towns came out less from than they went in. Their fathers were from and davened every day and who knows what. The second generation, they, they gave it up. We have to realize that we expose our kids and ourselves. What are we exposing ourselves and our kids to? If we can have, like the boy from Vision that's called before, if we can have a proper attitude towards where we're going to shop, what we're going to buy, it, it, will, it will secure that our kids will be the way we want them to be. If we're going to, you can't give your children the nacionos that you had growing up. If you grew up in a mixed situation, don't give your kids that kind of mixture because he's not going to make it. The world today is pulling very far to, uh, to, to corrupt the people. So you have to start today on, a, on the right-wing side, and then your kid will turn out normal. But if you're going to start with some kind of saying, well, we have to give your kid choices, they have to expose to different types of people and to the world, then, then you're going to be in for very su- big surprises when they choose the wrong way to go. Anyway, thank you very much for calling up. I've got to take the next call, okay? Take good care. Next call. Go ahead. You're unconscious on the air. Go ahead, please. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. Please turn oh, down okay. that machine. Rabbi Wickler? Yes. Okay. I would like to ask you something. I sometimes, I live near... Oh. Turn down the machine or you can't hear you. Hear me, me. You'll have to turn down the machine. You don't the, understand. I live near the 7-Eleven. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, one moment. Uh, I live near the 7-Eleven on Avenue J, and I pierce there sometimes. I've seen people going in. Once I actually went in after a young boy with a hat and jacket and told him this may not be kosher, and he went out. But I would like to know exactly what to say to someone to stop them from going into a 7-Eleven. What should you say if you see a really from-looking person going in? Exactly I'll tell what you, we say? You, you, you don't have to stop them because as my friend Avram just said a minute ago, 
He may be going in to use the ATM and get some cash. He may be going in to buy a package of t- tissues. You don't know what he's going in there for. It's not your business to stop everybody from doing what they want to do. If, and we're to, on the radio here, we're talking about what we should do, what we should have our children do, people who are listening to me and who are interested in what we're saying, we can talk to them. But to stop somebody from going into a store, and, and, and even, if he, even if you know he's going to buy a Slurpee or something else, whatever it is, it's none of your business. We, we, don't, we, we can't do it. You can't stand around trying to stop people from doing things. If you saw somebody eating a hamburger and he said, oh, he thought it was kosher because he heard there's this kosher Slurpees in here, he thought it was kosher hamburgers too, hot dogs over there, they're not, they're not kosher. So, but, and maybe, that, maybe with the, the, the cakes that I told you that they make over there, that they sell over there, which is a conservative hashkocha. So maybe you could, you know, that he should know is wrong to, to buy. But, but we're not going to be able to stop the people. You can't stop the people. And that's not really, that's not, what, that's not a good thing to try to do. And if you try to stop somebody, they're going to rebel against it. It's not the derech. What we do is we just say, the people who want to, so they should come to places like this radio show, my magazine, Kasha's Magazine, Kasha's Monthly, listen to Kasha's on the air, speak to Rabbonim, speak to Kasha's agencies. You'll get educated, and we hope and pray that some of the yeshivas and the girls' schools will institute kosher programs. That's something that very much must be done. But I don't think it's right to go ahead and stop anybody at all. We had the problem last week. We were, we were supposedly going to certify that particular store, and we weren't able to because they didn't let us. So then, then we had to announce to people that there are certain products and this, uh, certain Slurpees that are not kosher here. But we didn't go ahead and stop them from going in. And uh, we let them all do it. We now try to re- reason with them, even though I don't agree with it, but I wasn't trying to reason with them. Just let them know some information that they had to have. Thank you very much for the Thank call. You. We got another Thank caller you. trying to get it in before the time is up. Go ahead. You're unconscious on the air. Can we help you? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Hi. There's a 7-Eleven uh, by me, and it's, uh, they say that they carry kosher hot dogs, and it's right, and there's kosher hot dogs, and it's right next to non-kosher hot dogs. Do you think we should buy from there? Well, well first of all, I don't know. Where is this 7-Eleven? It's in Muncie. Yeah, in Muncie, there's a, I know about that, but there's a real hashkacha there. Isn't Rabbi Blech is not charging? Is it Rabbi I Blech? I don't know exactly, but it's right next to non-kosher hot dogs. Right. Listen, if there's a mashkiach there, you're safe. But if they're doing selling both, it's impossible. It's, if they're selling both, it's impossible to keep it unless you have a from worker there. If there's a from worker, then you're relying on him. But, uh, I mean, I know about that store. It's the only one in the, in the country that does, does that. But I don't know what it means that it's right next to it. Look, when we have... We have fish stores, okay, um, in fish departments in fish stores, in, I'm sorry, in supermarkets. We have down here in a, uh, you have a, sh- a, shop right, a, a, a shop right over here on Avenue I, and uh, there are other stores that have, uh, you know, kosher fish and non-kosher fish sections, and they're right next to each other. But they're from people working in there, and they right away when they finish something, they put a seal around that it. That you could at least tell the difference. Right. Well, you can tell the business with the fish, but, but he's taking out the worms also. I mean, his fish are real fish. I mean, he's really doing a good job, and he, he wraps it up right away, and he has control. So that's, that's fine. But what you're describing, if it is 
kosher, meaning that somebody gives hashkacha. I thought Rabbi Blech did. But whoever gives hashkacha, if there is somebody who gives hashkacha, they must have some system. It can't be like you're saying. There must be a from worker who's working in that section, and it's his responsibility. Okay. Anyway, you should if it if it make sure that the hashkacha is a, there's a hashkacha there, and discuss it with your father or rabbi. Okay. Okay. Thank Thanks you. a lot for calling. Okay. okay. With another caller. One more call. Okay. You're on cash. Hello? The- Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Um, I have always a few questions to ask, but <laughs> I never get to talk. So I have one thing. Is 7-Eleven, I wasn't here on the beginning of the show, 7-Eleven is kosher or not kosher? You know what you're going to do? You're going to ask me all the questions at once, and then we'll do the best we can, okay? So I want to know, like, the 7-Eleven, like, Brooklyn Avenue, M&J, is that kosher? And then Oreos, if they're O-U-D. If what? What's if Oreos are O-U-D. Well, I don't know if it says it. That's, that's going to be in the package. And the package, it'll say either O-U or O-U-D. You have to check the package. That's not a problem. The, we, don't, we don't recommend the, the uh, 7-Eleven Slurpees. To, we don't recommend it. But if your father or your mother or somebody else tells you, to, uh, a rabbi tells you, I'm not going to tell you it's trafe, but we don't recommend it because we feel, first of all, it's not a good environment. Secondly, we, you, you, there's nobody controlling that, it, that what these Slurpees that you're having are kosher. It's, uh, they're non-kosher people, non-Jewish people that run the store. And we saw that uh, they carry both kosher and non-kosher in the same store. And it's hard for you to figure out, even if they were, sometimes they write the word kosher on it and they make a mistake. Sometimes they write dairy and it's really, a part of it and it's really dairy. So it isn't an exact thing. There are seven reasons why I don't recommend going into this, these uh, 7-Elevens. And if you want to uh, find out those reasons, just call me and I'll send it to you, okay? 337-18-336-8544. I'll send you the seven reasons why I don't like going into those stores. 718-336-8544. It seems that somebody went ahead and, and put up a letter that I printed and I sent to one woman and somebody went ahead and put it up on the internet. And then I saw they put it up on a website with my picture, from which they took from J Root, from the uh, from the J Root. <laughs> I was to get a picture. They went to J Root and they got took it off the machine, and they put it and they put it on some video. I think that we did videos a couple of times, and they put it together with this letter and there's some typos in the letter. So I don't think it's the way I wrote it. But anyway, it's they sent they put the letter they posted it on uh, one of the, uh, the Jewish. You know uh, the Jewish stations, uh, the Jewish um, uh, programs over there on, on the on the internet, and uh, I can t- I can't tell you how many people have contacted me about that. Most people are positive, but I can't believe how many people have read it already. And uh, hopefully, we're having a little impact. Thank you very much for listening. The Kashrus on the air.